Blog Talk Radio. Brother, brother, there's far too many of you dying. You know we've got to find a way to bring some loving here today. Father, father, we don't need to escalate. You see, war is not the end. For only love can conquer hate. You know we've got to find a way to bring some love and kiss here today. Pick it light and pick it fast. Don't punish me with brutality. Talk to me so you can see. Welcome to the great 
Liberators radio show on Block Talk Radio. I am your co-host, Kenya White, and I am with Amiri Browner. Amiri, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. You can hear me? Okay. Yep, I can hear you clearly. Okay, how you I'm doing? doing great. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm a, I'm a little tired, but you know I'm here. <laughs> so what All we got right. on the agenda today? What's the topic for the day? The topic today is domestic violence against both men and women, mm. and we're going to be discussing the the bi-directionality of that. Right. And then all the, the social and cultural um, aspects that play into that and how each gender has been dealt with by society right. and by law right. enforcement. And then mm. how we, um, how each gender deals with, you know, what, what, how do they cope with being victimized in such a way? Right. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, it's 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 definitely um, you know, it's definitely a problem um within the black community, um, especially when you look at you know other you know other uh communities and other uh, ethnic groups, and it's something that actually occurs across various um social economic economic lines. So it's it, it's 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 worsened by by poverty, but it's not exclusive to impoverished. Uh, you see it at the at the higher higher uh, end of the socioeconomic um, structure structure as well, which I think goes to goes and, and shows how it's um, it's more ingrained in the culture than anything. But um, I'm going to be reading a, reading doing a little reading out of a book. By Dr. Con- uh, by Dr. Tommy uh, Curry called the Man Not, and he uh, he gives some insight on the issue, and I'm gonna go ahead and, and I'm gonna go ahead and read that right quick. It's kind of lengthy, so uh, just bear with me. It says, okay. "Bidirectional abuse and intimate partner violence against Black men." In sharp contrast to the white community, in Black communities, intimate partner violence was found to be exceptionally defined by by bidirectionality. Various studies have found that black cosmologies of womanhood, vulnerability of females, and violence differ greatly from those of whites. While unilateral violence occurred at higher rates among black males and females than in the white population, in black households, mutual violence was most frequently reported. Now let me just stop right there because one thing I wanted to talk about was the difference between you know, domestic violence and domestic abuse. And I think too many times some of the things that, that sisters have a, a tendency to do is be um, the initiators of, of, of uh, conflict and of confrontation. And mm-hmm. when, it, when, it, when it goes to a place where, where, they're, where they're fighting now, then they, 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 they characterize it as, as domestic abuse. So I think we have to be exactly uh, clear on what, what is domestic violence and what is domestic abuse. Domestic violence is, uh, is, is the argument that, that, you know, what 
uh, Tommy Curry was just talking about how that it's a bi-directional, a bi-directional thing where women will will also, uh, you know, portray act, acts of violence against men. You know, like pouring hot water on them or pouring, you know, grits on them. We all heard the stories about Al Green and stuff like that. That's an entirely different dynamic. I'm sorry. I said hot grits. <laughs> yeah, you put hot grits on Al Green or what? But you know, it's an it's an entirely different dynamic from domestic abuse, where domestic abuse is where uh, a woman, primarily a woman, because that can even that can be directional, but primarily a woman will be um, abused, you know, by her her by her male uh, her male counterpart. She'll be controlled. Mm-hmm. She'll be um, she'll be verbally abused, physically abused, even sexually abused. So there's a, a, a very distinct difference between domestic um violence and domestic and domestic abuse and 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 what we have to to do in um in the black community is challenge these um cultural norms of 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 domestic violence and the in the way we view it because we tend to want to dismiss uh domestic violence against men right uh, and and I, and and that even goes and it, it's it's reflected in you know in in the statistics and in the numbers. Now, with, with with all that being said, domestic violence coming from black men is is a problem because even when we talk about the the bi-direction directionality of it, mm-hmm. uh, black women are still um, the assaulted at rates higher than than, than black men. So in, in 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 more cases than not, black uh, Black men are per- perpetrators of domestic violence as opposed to, to victims of it. So we just have to be clear, um, you know, on the on the phenomena in general. And I, and what Dr. Tommy Tommy Curry is is laying out is just the simple fact that men are men, black men aren't just um, victim victimizers, but they're victims too. And I do agree with that to a certain to a certain extent. And so, like, even, like, when you look at, you know, the way we normalize it in hip-hop, the way we normalize it even in, in R&B, uh, I think who that was, Jasmine Sullivan, she had a song called I'll Bust the Windows Out Your Car or something like that, right? Yeah. Did she have a song like that? I think that was yeah. her, right. So, we, you know, we see how we, you know, we normalize the behavior, and it goes back to what I was saying, that just because something is normal, it doesn't mean it's ordained. We have a, we have a, culture, of a, fun, uh, a culture of dysfunction, in the black community, which tends to be more prevalent on the low, lower socioeconomic end than the higher one. So, um, what are some of your what are some of your thoughts on it um, on 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 the that dynamic? Well, I think it's easy for us to say that um, women are victimized much more than men, but in you know in all that I've been reading up on this mm-hmm. topic, it's everything that I've seen has said that it's it's really it's really impossible to know exactly how many men are victimized by this because of, you know, the shame and the silence that is, you know, this this area of being a male victim of domestic uh, violence is shrouded in. So, you know, I've seen re- uh reports as low as one in one in um four men. I've seen it estimated 
because that's all they can really do. It's estimated at as high right. as fifty percent. So you know, you 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 really don't know because going back to that socialization of males and the way um, right. our our culture constructs masculinity and mm-hmm. you know it assumes and often requires male dominance of females. So you know that unspoken rule prevents men from freely admitting the abuse that they're suffering and seeking the help that they need. Right. Uh yeah, 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 you're um you're absolutely um you know right with that. And and like I said it's something that we have to um you know that we have to con- confront because I was even watching um a clip of I think it was Whoopi Goldberg. She was on the view and they were talking about um, you know, how under no circumstances is it okay for a man to hit a woman. And I, I, I agree with that tan, tangentially. Uh, but, you know, Whoopi Goldberg, she caught a lot of flack from her uh, co-host, you know, because it's, it's, a, uh, it's a panel of women, and she was just saying how that as a, if a woman puts her hand on a man, then she can't guarantee that, that you know, how that man will react, and, and that's absolutely true. Um, but I do think that we have to be very careful, um, you know, when we when we when we frame this uh, this this dynamic, because typically what happens is if you if you give uh, men an avenue to, to to hit women for 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 a particular reason, they tend to want to do it for any reason. I mean, that's the historical. Um, precedent in this country where and this is this is part of the thing like even when you know we had the discussion on what was the condition of home life for black women um, back in uh, the antebellum uh, south back during reconstruction during Jim Crow we don't really mm-hmm. you know have have empirical data to say exactly if black men were, were abusing women in, in, in these certain numbers or anything like that because domestic violence as a as a uh, as a concept is new. It's a, it's a, it's a modern concept uh, partially because of, um, of feminism. And at one time uh, in America, American common law uh, dictated that husbands had the, had the right of corporal punishment of wives. So we have to be, you know, very clear on these types of, uh, on those types of caveats to the issue. But I do have some, um, some stats that I want to read that, um, you know, that, that I think are, are startling. Um, it says black women are two and a half times more likely to be murdered, uh, to be murder victims than white women. It says 94% of black women killed by a male knew their killers. 93% of homicides of black women are intraracial, meaning the killer is also black. This means this means that when black women are murdered, it is almost always by a black man that they know from their community. Homicide in the course of domestic violence is a leading cause of death for black women ages uh, 15 to 35. Now, that, that statistic right there was quoted by, um, I think it was Eric Holder, but it's a fallacious, uh, it's a fallacious Statistic. That's not right. When it says uh, homicide in the course of domestic violence is a leading cause of death for black women ages 15 to 35, I believe the leading cause is um, 
I forgot. I can't remember what it, what it is. I want to say cancer, but I'm not sure. But I just I know I was doing some uh, some other research, and I know that 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 stat is uh, fallacious. But I'm gonna keep reading. It says according to Black Women's Blueprint, 60% of Black girls will experience sexual assault by the time they turn 18. And then finally, it says while Black women comprise only 8% of the population, they make up 22% of homicide victims killed by domestic violence, and 29% of all victimized women. Again, like I said, we have a, we have a, um, you know, a, a, a issue in the black community with violence, generally speaking. And, and, even, and it even goes to, you know, the way we, you know, like I was talking about earlier, the way we discipline our children. We have uh, a, culture of a, a culture of abuse, and, and as a consequence, we tend to want to, um, we abuse our, ourselves, each other, and our children. And so we, I think we have to develop uh, conflict resolution tactics and skills in order to maintain some semblance of, of, of peace in our communities and in our households. Right. 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 And we have to... Um, we have to be careful not to um, socialize our children in such a way that exacerbates that problem um, because right. at the same time we are instructing our sons, you know, not to hit women, we have to also instruct our daughters. I, I hate to use the word provoke. You know, mm-hmm. you can do things you know, a certain way that would, you know, make it more probable that it could turn violent or less probable that it will turn violent. And we need to be sure, you know, that, you know, women are not, you know, being aggressive. And then, you know, because the first thing that, that, that guys complain about when I've seen this issue discussed online is that women will do Mm -hmm. things and then, you know, pull the, the gender card. You know, so, and as far as what Willie Goldberg was saying, I saw that clip as well, and I happen to agree with her, mm-hmm. you know, I am not going You're to put my Whoopi. hands uh, on Right. Mm-hmm. You said yeah. you're not going to put your uh, hands on yeah, a man? Yeah, I'm not going to put my hands on a man, right. and, you know, mm-hmm. because I do believe that hitting someone, and also spitting, because spitting is disgusting. If you hit or right. you spit on someone, as far as I'm concerned, gender is irrelevant. You know, you if you mm. you disrespect someone in that way, you have to be prepared for however they react to that. And, you know, I am a woman, but I also have sons, and I am not raising my sons to be punching bags for women. And I don't think that, right. you know... You know, we have to make sure that everyone knows to keep their darn hands to themselves. Right. That should that should be and, and, and what we're talking about just highlights how why what Shahrazad Ali, Ali put in that book was so uh was so irresponsible and was so damaging because if if we set examples as as the parents um, if, if, if we set examples as the, as the parents for uh, violence or, or domestic violence by putting our hands on somebody the moment they say something we don't like and our children see that, well, then we provide that template of behavior for our children. 
and we have to be, yeah. you know, uh, uh, careful. And I and this and you know what, like all these things and all these previous shows we've done, uh, I don't. And it's not even it's not even anything that we're doing consciously. It just shows how they're they're all interwoven and connected because mm-hmm. it, it goes back again to, to socialization. It goes back again to the way we view masculinity and uh and manhood. Mm-hmm. And it goes back again to what was the last show we did? I forgot. Uh, the third one. Um the last show. Right, right. And it goes back, you know, back to that and um the the things that we uh that we that we talked about. You know, and, and so because as, as as men we tend we have if we have false notions of masculinity, then it makes us think that that we're supposed to uh be domineering in a household and mm. things like that see these are these are are, are are false notions, and we have to understand that women are people too, and so are wives and so these are just some of the things I learned like in in my experience and in, in, in my relationship. And it really it comes down to be uh it comes down to, to being uh judicious and magnanimous if you're gonna be in the leadership position as the man. And so mm-hmm. these things can be uh almost eliminated at the point of of origin before we even get so for instance, the way we socialize our kids. If we can teach um better understandings of, of, of masculinity, manhood, femininity, womanhood, um socialize boys and girls to be to be partners not not one to be subordinated to the other uh to the other socially then you can really uh circumvent a, a, a lot of uh, a lot of this behavior but the, a point that uh Tommy Curry Dr. Tommy Curry makes in his book and I, I do agree with is that oftentimes domestic violence is is brought on by uh you know by external stressors um, and, mm-hmm. this, and this goes back to, you know, the socioeconomics we were talking about, and it goes back to um, the, the historical precedent of, of, of black men feeling emasculated in a white man's world and then wanting to come home and, and regain that sense of masculinity by dominating in the household. So, you know, all these things have to be um, dealt with at the point of, of attack and at the point of, of origin. Right. Well, I did want to speak some more about um, the abuse that men suffer at the hands of women mm-hmm. that many are too ashamed to speak of. Um, right. There's there's the normal hitting, kicking, biting, punching, spitting, throwing things, and destroying of personal items. But then mm-hmm. um, a lot of women to to make up for the lack of brawn just sheer brawn against a man as an opponent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they do things like um, attack him while he's sleeping or a surprise attack yeah. where he's caught completely off guard. Um, they'll use a weapon, mm-hmm. like you were saying earlier, about hot water or hot grits. Um, and right. they will abuse or threaten the abuse of the children and and harm or kill their pets. And so those are right. some ways but that are passive-aggressive, um, but they're still abused. Uh, um, it, it even, um, like, even, you know, with the whole, you know, the Medea thing, like, even 
the way we, uh, well, the way it's been, you know, promoted through the whole Medea thing. You know, like, you know, she's ratchet and she she carries a gun and she doesn't take no stuff. And and it's crazy because even within, you know, within like the, the given movie, it would highlight certain instances of sexual violence, domestic violence, and then right. the black woman's retali- retaliation to it. Now, now when we do talk about the bidirectionality of um, of domestic violence as it being perpetrated by black women, that's mm-hmm. been um, an assertion made made by some that 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 oftentimes the violence that the woman is that the woman is perpetrating is um, is in response to uh, domestic violence, and there is there you know there there is some merit to it because I you know like I, I made a post earlier and I was talking about how that black female incarceration in this country was born out of uh, her her being abused um, by domestic violence at the hands of white men and black men, and because the and because the the, the system, the white judicial system deemed. Uh, black women as less than less than female and less than feminine, they weren't afforded the same protections by law that 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 white women were, and so many times they would have they would have to take the law into their own hands uh, to protect themselves. And then when they would protect themselves, they would they would be incarcerated. This was during the you know the convict uh, leasing period. And there's even, and I said a lot of the things that we see today aren't just isolated. They are part of of larger uh, historical themes that have existed for a long time in this country. Um, Like the the most recent case was the one of uh, Marissa Alexander. And uh, I don't know if you know, it was a a mother in Florida, and she fired a, a, you know, a gunshot into the air. You know, to to, mm-hmm. to 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 scare off her her husband, who was being the uh, you know the, the the aggressor, and they and they they charged her, and they gave her twenty three years, and so we see yeah. we still see these these same things. So we do have to put to a certain degree an asterisk by um, uh, the, the 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 domestic violence rates coming from black women. And what we also have to understand too is that because there's a stigma associated with black men and the police, domestic violence that men that men uh perpetrate goes goes underreported too. Because we stigmatize right. it. You know, that's like you know, that's a stigma in the black community if a if a black woman calls the police on on her um on her her black assailant who happens to be her her intimate partner, and so we have to you know we have to be honest about that and again, like i said it it takes um th- these are the types of things we have we have to promote you know non violent conflict um resolution skills like I know for me as a as a man you know when I get frustrated or you know me and my wife you know we we argue sometimes. Like a man has to have a has to have his own outlet, you know. And this is just speaking mm-hmm. from like the the you know the male perspective. He has to have, have an outlet, whether it's fishing, whether it's um, whether it's hunting, whether it's going to the gym. Um, no matter what it is, he has to have 
something to give him some some outlet to relieve um, that 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 stress or that animosity and angst. What are, what are some of the things you think that that women need to develop as uh, as stress relievers, to, pretty much? I think that the lion's share of domestic duties should not fall on the woman's lap just because of her gender. I think that, you know, there's often a lot said about uh, men needing their own space, like you said, your own outlet. You know, a lot of men feel that it is absolutely imperative that they have a man cave or somewhere they can go to decompress. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I don't see people thinking that, you know, a woman needs that same kind of time for herself. You know, wives and mothers, you know, spend all of their waking hours being everything to everybody at all times, Mm -hmm. and they also need a time to get away. We love our children dearly, but we do cherish some time to be just alone with our thoughts, you know, to Mm -hmm. decompress, to, um, you know, clear our head and cool off. You know, I think, you know, a lot of times if, if, if the two people just, you know, take some time, step away, you know, let it simmer down, you know, things mm-hmm. might not get out of hand. But if there's no outlet, right. you know, then it's going to be a problem. Right, right. And, and uh, you know, like I said, we have to, um, you know, develop those types of, um, you know, Outlets, and we another thing we have to do is identify, you know, triggers of um, of domestic violence, and and because I, I, like even you know like in, within a dynamic of of domestic abuse, which which is much more different, much more um, unilateral, the 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 triggers can be very you know very benign because oftentimes it's rooted in in the perpetrator's own sense of insecurity. And sense of um, inadequacy. So, you know, like for instance, if a woman is gone um, too long at a store, that can be a trigger. If uh, a woman sees a thinks she sees her 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 man, you know, eyeballing another woman, that can be a trigger. Those things are in in that dynamic. It's much more easier to um, identify triggers, whereas uh, domestic violence it's it's a it's much more difficult because oftentimes it can just be an argument over something small, you know, that just escalates, you know, and and and, and then it just devolves into a, you know, in, 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 into a grudge match. But we do have to, I think, normalize the idea that um, under under no circumstances should should any individual in a, in a given relationship be putting their hands on on one another. That 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 has to be um, the message, and we can't normalize it. We can't uh, we can't make it something funny or comical, like with the Medea movies. We have to identify what it is, and you know, Dr. Tommy Curry is right. We can't act like it's a a, a unilateral um, dynamic coming strictly from men, from black men, and only seeing black men as as perpetrators. Because I have, you know, like I had a friend, and you know, he he, he met a girl and. You know they got serious, and you know they were dating um, off and on for you know for for some time. And 
he I he was being abused. And and mm. it, it goes back to the thing where, you know, this sense of, of machoism where he, he like he wouldn't talk about it, but the way I ended up finding out about it, it it got to a you know, to a, a point one day where, you know, they you know, she she uh hit him and then put him out the put him out the car on the side of the road and he didn't have no way to get home so I had to go get him. And so I mean yeah. so like even that is, you know, a a real dynamic and eventually that situation ended up turning into um into a into where it became a domestic violence situation because eventually, you know, like he started um he started fighting, you know, hitting her back and they then it, yeah. it devolved into a thing where where they would fight. I think I think there is a phenomenon with some women who uh for whatever reason uh psychologically uh sexually it's it's like they have to have um this dynamic where it's a it's a, a hate love thing and you know the, that whole thing about you know uh break up to make up that pain is love love dynamic mm-hmm. um what are some of your uh, uh some of your thoughts on that well i don't want to forget to mention the fact that, you know, in this culture, um, relatively speaking to the the white supremacist, you know, bigger culture, um, there is a, a perception of aggression that is just put on black men just regardless of what his actions actually right. are. That's just the perception. So that a lot of time plays into men. Um, taking abuse and, you know, thinking in the back of their minds that if they reach out for help, it is going to be turned on them. It's going to totally backfire. They're going to be, you know, presumed guilty until proven innocent. And so Mm. a lot of times they will suffer in a toxic situation longer than they need to um, Mm. or will just to stay for several reasons, you know, some of those reasons right. would be that they want to protect the children. If they think that the woman is toxic and abusive, then they don't want to leave their children with her. You know, they might be ashamed right. and being perceived as weak or not a quote-unquote real man. They might have re- religious beliefs that they, you know, feel they can't leave the union. Um, right. And then, you know, there's just a denial of the severity of the situation, you know, and, Mm. you know, and also they fear ridicule because another thing that happens is that, you know, men seem like they spend a lot of time judging another man's manhood or masculinity, you know, and will say emasculating things. They're already emasculated by the situation they have going. And if they try to, come, right. you know, confide in their brother, it's funny to him. You're letting a woman hit on you, you know, just handle that. Right. You know? Right. I'm sorry? Uh, it was, I mean, it, it was the same thing, like, you know, when Tyrese was, was crying, you know, you had a lot of, like, uh, men who came out and, you know, basically impugned his, his masculinity and his manhood. And I even heard some. Uh, such as Tariq Nasheed, who who attributed that behavior to, to to single mothers. I mean, like, like it's it's funny how, like, I, like I, I said before, it's funny how all these things seem to like intersect 
at at mm-hmm. various points because they even you know like blame the you know the the single mother for that and you know if 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 if, if men weren't supposed to cry they wouldn't have tear ducts. That's right. You understand? So you know and and that goes to that to that false that false manhood thing and masculinity thing and um you know that's that's one of those things where we have to challenge those types of of um notions and you know it, it like i said these things exist um within a certain a, a certain culture that we um that we've normalized because it's uh domestic violence is prevalent um in in hip hop it's 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 subtle but it's still it's still prevalent and it's still um and and like you know we can even say well you know we're talking about you know cuz that's that's been the rap that that um you know that hip hop artists have used is that well we're 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 only rapping about what we see in the, what we see in the community and and like you can glorify a tip, a, a, a behavior without necessarily glorifying just by by talking about it or just by putting it in your in your music you can be glorifying mm-hmm. it and, yeah. and 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 that's that's what we um what we tend to do I, I wanted to get some audio clips of you know some songs that have uh you know lyrics in them that that make references to to um to White Turner uh for example and we know what I turn uh was 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 famous for like like look how we make jokes about it like you know we make jokes about like eat the cake anime eat the cake like you know I've, this is these are things yeah. I've heard people you know make make jokes about and it, it, it's really right. not a it's really not a laughing matter when we look at you know the domestic violence numbers and the sexual abuse numbers because like I said all these things uh, are connected. And it's something that we really have to root out and get to the bottom of if we're going to have a, a stable families and, and stable communities. Right. Absolutely. Can we go ahead and give out the call-in call in number now? Yeah, yeah. Yep, we actually got a six. caller. Oh, we do? Yeah, okay, well, this, let me give out the uh, number in case you have other callers. Okay. That number is six. That number is six four six five six four nine eight five eight. And I'd also like to mention before you get to the caller that at the top of the hour we have our first moments in love black couple that's going to um, come on and share their story, their love story with us. And so even though this is a somber subject, it's going to end on a high note. So go ahead. Got it. Okay, yeah, that's what's up. Uh, yeah, caller? Hello? Yeah. Hello? Yeah. This, this, this is the Great Liberators Radio Show. Terrence, man. Oh, what's up, Terrence? Okay, Hi, Terrence. Okay. It might it might be a delay because it takes y'all a minute to respond. Yeah, right. yes, yeah, it, it's gonna be a slight delay. Um, okay. What, what's up? What, what's on your mind, man? Uh, I, right now, man, I'm beneath this, this pulling out the road to Alice, man. I, I, I ain't got much mm-hmm. on there. I was trying to see what I chimed in late because I was trying to figure out which I was actually. The only thing I heard was domestic violence, so I'm assuming this was y'all right. talking about. So this yeah, we, yeah, the topic. 
the topic was about um, you know, domestic violence in the black community and mm-hmm. you know, things we have to do to, you know, develop um conflict resolution skills that, you know, to mm-hmm. help abate you know, abate the, the domestic violence. And we, you know, just was highlighting how that domestic violence is a is a different a different dynamic than domestic abuse. Domestic mm-hmm. abuse tends to yeah, it is, because it tends to be uh, a, a one-sided um, exercise, whereas domestic violence is, is bi-directional. And, and really what it is, is, is basically just, you know, just, just two couple, you know, a couple fighting. And so, right. but those, those situations are dangerous because you hear all the time how that in the, the heat of the passion, somebody might kill another one. And, and, and when we talk about domestic violence, it, it doesn't even have to be against an intimate partner. It can be against just somebody you live with. You know, like I, I was right. reading a story the other day about two brothers where they were arguing over money, and, and, and one of the brothers shot the other brother and, and killed him in front of the mother. Yeah. And so, that, you know, there's this, there's, yeah, right, there's this culture of, of uh, violence that we do have to uproot, and that's actually a point where I do agree with, with Tommy Sotomayor. We have, to stop, we have to stop filtering manhood and masculinity through, through, through violence as if just because you're more violent, you're more of a man. That's true. That's true. And there's just not, and there's just not beating up women. You got dudes right here that just, that just want to be bullied because, you know, it, it, it beating right. up somebody makes you feel strong. And, and there's, there's, I don't know who came right. up with that, uh, the idea of this, that's what a man is that you can fight. You know, I, I don't understand it. Right. You know? Right. Right. It, it's, 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 those are like, you know, uh, false, false machoisms. And, 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 and like we said, those things are, you know, prevalent, prevalent ideas in, 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 in the black community. Like even when we talk about, um, hardness and softness, those things, you know, like we talk about with man, you ain't even hard or you ain't even real. Like those things are toxic because it breeds the type of behavior that we're, um, that we're talking about that the you know uh domestic domestic violence and it it normalizes the 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 behavior and so that's what we have to you know uproot and we have to we have to applaud and promote the idea of the bigger man taking taking the high ground or the bigger man you know walking away if we want to abate um this culture of violence that exists in cities like Chicago for example and even though it's true that that external stressors can trigger the behavior. It still doesn't mean we should normalize the behavior, because right. the, because a, a, a man's true worth lies in, in how he deals with with stress. Because nowhere is it written that being a man is is, is going to be easy. So regardless of what the situation is or, or whatever stresses you're you're under as a man, it doesn't give you the right to victimize your community and victimize your women. That's true. You know, and so, you know, but but the, but the, the main thing is just bringing you know bringing awareness to it because even like the the, the stats are, sixty percent of of black girls are sexually abused by the time they turn eighteen. So we have mm-hmm. a whole you know host of issues that we need that we need to be dealing with as as leaders if we're going to you know build build the communities that we say we want. It's true. 
It's true. Yeah. And I, I can, as far as uh, as far as you domestic violence or abuse or whatever, man. Uh-huh. I I have experienced it, man. With with, with I would want to say two females, man. I have experienced. Oh, for real? It. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No bull, no bull, no bull crap, dog, man. I I have been with a right. violent ass female, and she was smaller than me. You know what I mean? Oh, for real? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And man, look. Now, what's like what's some what's some of the things that she would what's some of the things that that she would do that you know like what's some of the the behaviors uh, because I'm the type of person you you would you would assume that because you just see me on social media typing all the time and in 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 if I was talking to you face to face and stuff that when I say stuff on social media you would just be like this the way that man talk and I understand but it because I'm on social it always seems like I'm talking shit or um. You know, trying to argue when I'm not. This is how I talk. But right, right. You know, it, I mean, we was together for a long time. My little high school sweetheart or whatever. And, you know, when we when we, right. we got a little what we like what twenty years old, maybe twenty one. We had got a home together. Oh, uh, mm. I mean, it would start with petty petty stuff, man. You know, and and I I'm gonna right. give you That's both exactly guys. how it starts. I'm I'm always I'm all, right. I have I have always been that dude to I don't I don't like arguing man it's a waste of time to me especially right. when I ain't gonna get where so I let you have it right and, and it came from the petty arguments to now she want to pick up shit and hit me with it you know what I'm saying it just you right. know it, it, it would right. escalate and I go around my mama you know she would she like why you got all the what why are these scratches on your neck come from I, we 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 were playing basketball you know what I'm I had to lie about right it. they went on about a year or two. right you know what I'm saying. Mm. And then it's one day yeah. she hit me with a baseball bat, and and I and I Ooh, grabbed the bat, man. And before before I knew it, I had grabbed the man, and that was, I we we split after that. It was I said yeah. Cause I knew if I I couldn't I could that was a stopping point right there because I always told myself right. my mama told me my daddy told me if it ever get to a point where you have to put your hands on that girl, man, you need to go. And that's what I did. Right. Right. Yeah, um, because that's that's um you know that's that's uh. Man, that's 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 serious business right there. When you start talking about picking up and hitting people with it, and you know, hitting people right. with uh, you know, baseball bats, man, you could kill somebody if you hit them in the head with a baseball bat. And this is exactly why we have to, yeah, right. And like, and and that's just like I was just saying. I oftentimes when when domestic violence does does uh take place, it usually starts with something small. It starts with a you know a small uh. Incident. It could be over anything, and it, and then it just escalates, and it'll devolve into a in, into a whole episode of uh, of, of violence. And, and 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 more times than not, that violence ends in in, in, in ends in tragedy. Mhm. But you know, it's it, 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 so, like to me at this point, I'm not, I, it's like I'm in a lose lose situation. And most of the time, and I'm pretty sure it ain't just me. With, with, right, and you you can blame it on you need to pick this type of woman or that type of woman. It may be true, but you, you I right. mean, it, it don't matter if you, if you if you're too soft on it, she gonna get over on you, man. She gonna she gonna do it. Right, if she think most right. of the, I ain't gonna I saying all, so I don't need nobody to bring it to me. I, I we too old for this. Oh, uh, right. And if you're too hard on them, you you're just a bad person. You know what I mean? Right, but. But you know what? We uh, one thing I'm, one I'm thing we have to stop doing. Right. Uh huh. 
I'm I'm just gonna stick with the hardness right now because I've been hurt too many times. You know what I'm saying? I I can't let nobody push over on me no more. I can't let nobody right. do that to me no. More. Right. Right. I mean, I I mean, I I I hear I hear what you're saying, and it it does put you know uh you know brothers in a soft spot when they've been through you know certain you know certain experiences with you know with 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 certain women. But one thing I do want to say is that one thing we have to stop doing is is stop saying, well, this person should have chose this, this person should have chose that. Thank because you. what. Because what we're dealing with is a is, 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 are, these the, are cultural mean, dynamics and, and what, what you mean by I'm this? sorry what what you mean by this person should have told this or what you mean by what you oh, oh, well, I, I, I mean you know like how how, we, how, we, how 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 you were just saying you know you went through what you went through with 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 the girl and then you know uh you know like you said you know people would say that you should have chose better or 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 whatever the case is but what I'm saying is. Yeah. Is that there's 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 no real way to know how a person is gonna how a person is gonna treat with you treat you unless you exactly. deal with them. There's no exactly. real way to know how a person is gonna behave because when you meet a person and when you're getting to know a person, they're showing you their best self. Right. They're showing you their they're showing you their best self. So they get their their best interest, foot forward first. And a lot of times it doesn't it doesn't um devolve to where they start showing their true colors until you already have time in with the person. You're emotionally invested with the person. You're, you have time invested with the person. You might have money and finances invested with the person. So we have to, we have to stop um, giving uh, dysfunctional and destructive behaviors a, 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 a pass by talking about a person should have chose better. We should have a different, an entirely different cultural standard. That's what needs to be developed. I Higher uh, cultural standards of, of excellence when, when when it comes to behavior and when it comes to how we how we treat each other. That's what has to be developed. Because again, like I said, it, it, we have a culture of a of abuse in, in in the black community to a certain extent, and, and that's I, what, that's what we have to uproot. Mm-hmm. And and and, and it, it, you you saying everything that you saying, man. I don't. I'm not speaking off of nothing there, but it. But first, I'm speaking from firsthand experience, experience. With, with friends mm. and my own stepsister. You know what I'm saying? I, mm. Her baby daddy, her baby daddy, man, used to beat the shit out of her, man. I mean, literally, bro. Mm. I, I mean, bang. Right. But she, would, right. She would always go back. Always. Right. She got mm-hmm. pregnant. He stumped the baby out of her, and she still went back to him. Mm-hmm. So, man, so when that's you were dealing with a situation like that, man, she, she, see, family in jeopardy, and and and, right. and me and my daddy sit hard bodies, man. We ain't we ain't stupid, you know. We 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 already right. know. Look, if we go over here and, and and do something to this man. We gonna mm-hmm. be locked up in prison, and she gonna be right back over there. So therefore, right back, right back with us. She on her own with right. that. And that's true. I mean, as long as I ain't over here right. at my house with this, ain't nothing I really can do. And I and this is how we this is how it is. It, it's sad, but this is how it is. Right. And, and then when I right. and I'm, then it's, it's growing up, it's growing up, man. This is when I think about it, man, it, I grew up around this all up, even in high school, man, I grew up around dudes like this. And the women loved it. Mm. You know, they loved it, man. I, right. They loved it. <laughs> right. No way. Right. I, right, but but see, but but you know what that goes back to too. Like when we talk about the certain type of of dudes that that women will gravitate towards, 
it goes back to what me and you were talking about earlier when we were talking about how that we filter, you know, the, the, the filters that we put masculinity and manhood through, where we make, we, we act like a, a, a more violent, violent man is, is, is more of a man than a man who isn't violent per se. Right. And I'm just, using, I, I mean, I, we're speaking in genera, gener, uh, generalizations right now, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying that to, you know, to underscore that point, how that all these things have a, have a, a, a point of origin. And the point of origin is what we need to what we need to address first and foremost, and that goes back to the socialization of of black boys and girls and the way we view masculinity, uh, manhood, and, and, and you know and what those things are. Because like I said, that this is how this is where you get your your machoism right. from, like what me and you were talking about. Right. And 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 even and even those you know those those thought patterns and, and, and ideologies concerning it. Is you know it, it fuels a lot of the violence in 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 inner cities, like uh I hate to use Chicago because it's so stigmatized and white supremacists use it, but in, I mean it it is what it is. Like it, you know uh the violence that's in Chicago, you know a lot of times it it is it's predicated upon uh one brother maybe feeling like he was disrespected as a man by by another brother, yet you're you're so relegated to to economic uh, ruin by your by your oppressor, you don't feel you don't take that as an affront to your manhood, but you'll take you'll take something trivial from uh, from your brother in the street as an affront to your manhood, to where you'll want to you'll want to blow his brains out. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's just saying that man, my homeboy stepped on my shoes the other day, some brand new crispy white shoes, and you know how some brand new crispy Air Forces look. And he ended up <laughs> stepping on my shoes, man. And he, he uh-huh. like had a heart attack. I'm like, dude, what's wrong with you? He's a man, I ain't mean to step up. I said, dude, I don't care about these damn shoes like that. So what? You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm like, dude, come on, man. And that, that's how I know, man, that, that, that something just ain't right, man. People do. I know people that right. just got beat up. But, you know, <laughs> little, little pity. Stuff, stuff like that, right? I'm, I'm almost 30 years mm. old, man. What I look like, man? Fighting you over some shoes, man. Right. A Scott Grant. Right. Ooh. Right. Yeah, and then you know that's that that's that that's that materialism that's that materialism thing that we have too. You know, like you know, yeah, because you know that was a, you know that's a, that's a stigmatized thing where some somebody stepped on your shoes and now you ready to, you know, you ready to 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 to, to light into them over a pair of shoes, something that you can get cleaned or you can get a, you can always get hey. another pair. Of. Other parents. Right. I said, dude, we is not in right. high school no more, man. What is it? We are that mentality right. we had we was kids is long gone, dude. And and and, and, mm. and because of that, I don't know where you from, Amari. What you from Detroit or something? No, I'm from New Orleans, put it to be honest with oh, you. New Orleans. I'm from the oh, NL. okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. If, if I don't know how yo I know it's messed up over there. But I know I'm gonna speak from the people I, I grew up around and where I live. It as mm. I as now how did I look back? You know, I'm just now basically, I say from 26, 27 to now, just getting my life and myself together, and I've been on a straight path. And when, and, and right. if you just stop, look around for a second, bro, I ain't no, everybody that I had around me is not there no more, man. You can't, you can't go around right. the same people you used to go. You just can't do it no more. You can't. You right. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, re, I'm a right. loner. That's what I am now. You know, because everybody, every, yeah. everybody is on, not, you know, they, Mm, they still, they still immature. They, they, they have the people that I graduated with. They mind, they state of mind. They can't think no state line or the or the district that we live in. Right, right. 
they have a, they have a you know, certain closed um closed closed perception of of reality based based, you know, based on right yeah I I, I told I, I totally uh I totally get what you're saying on that yeah man and, and y'all say you gotta do you need to be and I hear this I, and, and to a certain point man to me I just, it's just internet talk. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I keep hearing people make these comments about you need to be. Uh, I'm doing this for my community. And I'm doing this. Okay, man, but you can't help everybody, man. And, and I'd be damned if I sit up here and get killed by one of these guys, man. Because just, just, just by these people speculate because they see me progressing in life. They see me doing, doing uh, other, other things other than what I used to. I'm not the same person. I'm the same person, but I'm not. I'm, I'm a better person. They hate right. me for this. Right. They hate you for real for mm. that. You never, and it, and it could be somebody you don't even know. You never even dealt right. with just because you're doing better. That man, they hate that with a passion. Where yeah, I that's a, that's that that's that that's that that's that crab in a you know that crab in a in a, in a bucket mentality that that our people tend to have. Where you know we want to tear down somebody who who's doing better than us and that looks like us, and we tend to want to you know tear them down. And and that's that culture of a. Uh, that culture of a, a of abuse thing that we was just talking about. That's you right. know it's normalized, it's uh it's normalized and it's it, it and it's tolerated, and and we have to we have to raise awareness about you know about about these um you know these issues and deal with them from um a point of objectivity and get to you know get to the root of them. But the number the number yep. to call is six four six five six four nine eight five eight um at the top of the hour we're going to be having a um a a, a a black married couple coming on they're going to be our first couple in our in our series called uh moments in black love so that's something that we're that we're looking forward to and it'll kind of lighten the mood a little bit but but um but yeah it's 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 crazy and and yeah because you know oftentimes like men in general but especially i think black men they are you know victims of uh, intimate, intimate partner violence too. And you know what? Like even, like because you know you have these toxic feminists who, you know, when they they I think they 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 do a disservice to a certain degree when they talk about issues of the of intimate mm-hmm. partner violence by making it seem like it's something that's that's exclusively coming from black men when black lesbians have the highest instances of domestic violence rates out of they do you know do. Uh, lesbian they couples they do. And, uh huh. Go ahead. I know that for a fact because my my auntie is a lesbian man, and I, I, I is is this a free speech show, man? But you know, what <laughs> yeah, what you got? It's, it's <laughs> she used to whoop her girlfriend ass, man. I ain't gonna lie. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, that's that that that's crazy, and it, but and and again, like what it has, it has a lot to do with too is um you know for familiarity. Uh, breeds contempt. Like you know, the, the more you're around some, per- uh, the more you're around a person, um, and stuff like that. You know, the, those little idiosyncrasies that they have that that get on your nerves, it causes you know it causes strife. And that's why we were talking about me and Kenya. We were talking about you know conflict, non-violent conflict resolution skills, and and that's another thing that you know each each individual in that relationship needs to have their own time in their own space. Like and however you however they decide they, they want to do that, uh that's up that's up to that to, to those two individuals. But it's something that that is needed because, you know, like I said, the more you're around them, 
the more they get on your nerves. And and Take and, and I'll go ahead, my baby. Uh, go ahead. Nah, what you, what you was about to say? When you said uh, but the, your phone broke. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. When you said when you said you said some you was talking about the violent mentality and and how to resolve uh and, and how we could resolve. I guess I you basically saying with being nonviolent. Okay. Yeah. Now it's to, to to think of a solution in it. I, I I don't think I can just give one out the right off the top of my head, but but I understand uh-huh. the mentality because because uh you got you. For one thing, it, it it takes it takes a mature person to resolve a situation. Uh, you know, right? You know, uh, and, and this was this is what we dealing with most of the time. And I'm gonna, I'm, and, and mm. this is why I said what I said to to the lady, even though she's older. And I hate I had to be on Facebook talking to people that damn near older to be my mama. It's just I'd be surprised at some right. things that they do older like this. So that's why I said what I said. But I'm like, you know. If, if, if on a larger scale, me and this man had already made amends with each other, and it wasn't that serious. You know, mm-hmm. we just on social media. Right. It wasn't that serious for you right. to come back and bring that subject back up like that. Then you got the pipe stirred up again. I know people that right. died like this. You know, that that's not cool right. at all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, right. and, and then on another yeah, but, example, but, but, oh, go ahead. I, 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 I'm loving the conversation, but I gotta let you go. I have, I have the married couple, um, and 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 they waiting to okay. get in, so I have to let them come on. When but, it, but you know, we, me, me and you will chop it up. We'll, we'll do a live or something. We'll do a live. All right, let me know. I, I show which I, I can stay on, man. I gotta get on this road to make this delivery, man. Yeah, I, I hear you. But it, it was good. You safe on that? I talk to you anytime, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, be safe I, I, on that I, road, I, I, man. Already, y'all be. All right. I appreciate it. All right. Okay. Okay. One thing that I do want to say. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Go ahead. Okay. One thing that I do want to say is, I we cannot end the show without giving out a couple resources that people who find themselves mm-hmm. in a situation where they're being victimized can reach out for help and support. So I want to say that um, the National Domestic Violence Hotline number is 800-799-7233. And then Mm -hmm. for male victims of domestic violence, I found an awesome site, and it is um, www.hiddenhurt.com. That's H-I-D-D-E-N. H-U-R-T dot com, and there are a lot of uh, resources there that cater to the specific needs of a man in those um, right. those situations where he might be being victimized. Right, that's, and that's that's great information, and you know people should people that's in those situations, male man or woman, should take at should take at advantage of those uh, resources, but but. Uh, if we're ready to move on to the, you know, the moments in black love, uh, you know, I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready too. We have, um, the All right, I'm going to bring them. can you hear me? Are the yeah, O'Connors on? Hello? Hello? Yeah. Hey, how you doing? All right. How are you? Hello? 
I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing fine. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I can hear you. I'm doing. Uh, I'm Hello, doing Mr. fine this evening. Uh, what, what? What? What's your name? Uh, Royal, but everybody calls me Roy. Okay, everybody calls you Roy. And 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 what's your what's your queen name? Jennifer. Jennifer. Okay, so we got we got Roy and Jennifer. Is she on the line with you too? Uh, she's coming in a minute. She's in the living room. Here she is right now. Oh, okay. Hello. Hello. Yeah. 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 Jennifer. How you how you doing? How you doing this evening, Jennifer? Hello, Jennifer. How you doing? Okay. Uh, we're 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 doing great. We just wanted to, you know, highlight um, you know, couples that's you know, that's black couples that's you know, doing their thing and, and, and making it work and um exemplify uh black love and, and, and you know and what it's all about because it's something that's needed in this uh hyper gender war climate where we see um the routine tearing down of, of black men and black women. And when we see um, interracial relationships uh, being promoted as something that's, that's somehow more, more viable than, uh, than, 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 than a black couple um, experiencing black love together. So, you know, that's, that was the, you know, the, the, the mentality that we had when we, you know, when we came up with the idea. And so we just, you know, just wanted to just chop it up with y'all, talk about, you know, uh, y'all relationship and things like that, things that y'all do to keep it, you know, make it work and make it viable and, and, and keep it spicy. So how, how long have you two, um, how long have you two been together? Uh, about 12, 13 years. Okay. So yeah, so y'all, so y'all got some, Y'all got some time in. Um, how did y'all meet? Uh, we were best friends. Aww. Oh, really? Well, yeah. You know what they say? They say that's you know that's how uh, you know they say that's how um that make the best couples like when you you know to be friends first and then transition into you know into that next level of um of love. So I'm gonna ask you, Roy. What were some of the things that about Jennifer that that attracted you to her and made you want to take it to that next level with her? Her honesty, believe it or not. Hmm. Oh, yeah, wait, right. I, uh, I mean, I, I totally can dig that because that's something that's in short supply right now, especially uh, within relationships. Yeah, I have so to agree said, with that. You, all right. So, right. So, so um, what were you all uh, – like how how did y'all meet again? I'm sorry, I forgot what you had said. Um, we we were friends. We um well we're we're originally from Louisiana, so um we started out as friends, just hanging out together, and then mm-hmm. um after a while, we just it just happened. It just clicked, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's that. That's what's up. Do you do you do you all have children? Oh yeah. <laughs> How many? <laughs> How many? Uh, we have four. Oh yeah, four. Uh, mm-hmm. boys, girls. Uh, what, what, what one girl, at? three. One girl, three boys. Are the are the boys? Is, is the girl the youngest or is she the oldest? 
Uh, she's the oldest. It's uh, 19, 15, 11, and 10. Oh, okay, well, she, she has um, she has three she has three protectors for us, so you know that's um, that's good. That's 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 great. And uh, I just want to say that I, that I, that I applaud you too. Like, what's some of the things that that uh, you all see right now? Like, if you had advice for you know up and coming young couples who who might you know just be getting started um, and might have some anxiety about um, the relationship thing, because now you know I, I, one thing I have noticed is with the advent of, uh, of of social media and with the the rise of of thought culture, its uh, relationships don't seem to have the same um, meaning that they once did. Like you know, for maybe my time period or you all's time period, um, it just doesn't have the you know have the same uh, the same meaning. What's some of the things um, you all could uh, advice you all could give? Well, just like Jen was just saying, she said, um, you know, the relationships not don't have any value. They don't value each other because of social media. It's like you get a million likes and they think they have a million people they can date when, in fact, the person you with, you know, if you actually really invested time in them, you know, they know you. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't value honesty. They want people to lie to them. So that's one of the worst things because the moment a person is honest with you, you feel like, they don't care about you or they don't, you know, love you or, or want to be with you. And, I mean, even as a even as a black man in my 40s now, you know, it, it was kind of hard for me when I first started dating Jen because she was so honest. But at the same time, that was one of the things I actually valued about her because she was able to call me on my stuff even when most people were afraid to, you know, and the only person mm. that was able – to do that with me other than her was my mother. So, you know, it made me right. take a step back and actually look and say to myself that, you know, I mean, anybody that's willing to sit up there and tell you, you know, how they feel and let you know the right you're doing and the wrong and still be there for you, that's a person that you should keep. That's a person you need to value. Right, right. right. Because it seems like, you know, we have this, uh, this, this, micro relationship model going on now where, you know, we're, we're getting, you know, they're getting, you know, new partners, you know, at, at the, at the drop of a hat. And it's, you know, it's just like changing, you know, uh, shoes. And so what what you're saying is, 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 is exactly on point. And, and I've always said that, that a man's biggest confidant in, in, in coat puller has to be his woman because she, she, because she should, I mean, if they have a real relationship, she she knows him better than anybody. She knows his, she knows his his strengths, his weaknesses, um, his flaws, areas where he need to he need to improve. So a lot of times, she's able to see things that about yourself that you can't even see. And and like even in my relationship, you know, because I've been married, uh, you know, going on seventeen years, and that was uh, that was like as a man, it it, it takes it's a skill to be able to do that to take. Um, criticism, and it could, you know, it's, it, it, when it's delivered the right way too, uh, to take it and actually um, use it and use it to make yourself better. And the same, this, this, the same thing is true, you know, um, uh, for for the woman. Yeah. I'd like to know you from know? Jennifer, how did she know that Roy was the one? 
it was just the way we was able. It's how we communicate with one another and the things that we do with mm-hmm. one another. Uh, right. Like as got together, you know, I got to see him and watch him who he was on the outside of the friendship, the inside. I got to know everything about him because I was a visual. You know, I got to visualize it as well as participate. So right. He just his open heartedness, who he is. It mm. it attracts me to it still attracts me to him because I like that mm. about him, and then he can accept right. things that's good. maybe not always the way I would want him to, <laughs> but he still tries to take it, understand what I'm saying and how I'm saying it, and it's vice versa. So I like it. Plus, we have we we get to laugh with one another, and it's it's like people are amazed by. It the way we can clown mm. around with one another, still love one another, and right. nothing to do with it. So, yeah. Right. So so let me ask you, let me ask you this, Roy, from from, from uh, man to man, you know, because, you know, as, as it, it tends to be our job to, you know, be romantic and keep things spiced up. What's some of the things that that you uh, you employ to, you know, just, just keep your, your, your lady's attention and, uh, you know, keep her happy? You know what they say, happy, happy wife, happy life. Well, yeah, that is true. Um, but most of the things I do, <laughs> most of the things I do to, to try to keep us going is um, just little simple stuff. You know, like we both work, so you know, and I work two right. jobs, and you know, she she deals mm. with adults with disabilities. So, like, right. I'll try to get home and make sure you know the kids ate, everybody's you know homework's done, and down for bed because my second job allows me a. a a bit of leeway, I guess you could say, so I could be able to do that, you know. And um, right. when she's off on her off days, you know, like we, we try to get together and, and, and do little things. Like um, right now, you know, I have a wine tasting plan to where we're going to go drive down to the coast and go do some wine tasting. It's just you got to put a little time mm-hmm. in, you right. know, because right when when it's when it's a relationship that you've had for so long, I mean, a lot of people, they get stagnant and they get accustomed to the same thing. But, you know, we've right. learned over the years that we have to actually do different things. Like, I mean, sometimes we're not we're not always able to go out. You know, we're parents. So what we do is, you know, right. we, we wait till all the kids go to bed and, you know, we curl up on the sofa, watch TV, talk, you know, and, and reconnect with each other, you know, because that's very important. Right. And we we right. keep each other informed on a day to day, and and then we like she said we joke around, we have fun, you know, and right. and we we do things that's entertaining to each other to still keep that spark. We don't just say you know okay she looks nice today, but you know it is what it is. You know it's more like you know baby I know you had a hard day, but you know I love you and you're still beautiful to me. You know and right. that goes a long way. Right because you. Uh, and, I, and I like what you said because it's it's about putting the time in, and and it's about effort. And and believe it or not, uh, you know, a, a kind word and a compliment, you know, can 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 go a long way. That's one thing I learned because, like, what uh, me and my wife, because I, you know, I, I work and she work, and you know, some of the things that we do is, you know, we'll you know we'll give each other, you know, good morning, you know, good morning shout outs, and you know, and, and stuff like that, and you know, just try and keep uh, each other you know, uplifted through the day because, you know, it, it's rough out here trying to have, um, you know, a viable relationship and then dealing with the, you know, the stresses of life and work and, 
in the in, in the kids and stuff like that. So you know, you have to be able to keep each other um, encouraged to a certain degree. So I, I mean, I, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. And and me and my wife, we probably gonna go, you know, do some do something tonight, go catch a movie or something like that. So yeah, I, I definitely feel that. Uh, Asia, what's some of the questions you have for for, for Jennifer? I'm sorry, um, not, not Asia Kenya. I'm sorry. I know what you meant. Um, <laughs> um, I'd like to know what is um what is something that you wish you had known before you got married that would have made um it easier the whole way through. Like something that you wish that you began doing that you wish you had known from the very beginning that you feel would have made it easier and is something that, you know, new married couples should know so they can, you know, transition smoothly from, from you know, you and me to us. Something I wish I would have known. Like, I honestly, I don't know. I've never thought about that. I mean, because we've always had a pretty, when it comes to communication, we'll talk to each other about pretty much and everything. So okay. I don't I don't know. Like, okay. I don't even know how to respond to that. Okay. Well, let, let, right. let me try. Um, okay. Me, myself, it would have it been my stubbornness because um, <laughs> I have a tendency to be very stubborn. And um, mm. I'm, I could be pig-headed at times. And she's been right. very patient with me in that regard. And if there was anything that I could change, it would have been that I would have been to that point of understanding before. Because okay. sometimes when you, when you get upset or you get you get into your stubborn ways, it becomes prideful and it hurts your feelings. And by the time you realize it, you're hurting the person you you claim to love. And that's the last thing right. you want to do is hurt somebody that you care about because when you see the pain on their face, you realize that's something you can't take back. You know, right. and, and growing in, in the relationship that we have, it's, you know, it's like she said, we communicate a lot. And, when she sits down and she tells me, you know, if I said something to hurt her feelings or if I said something that she didn't agree with, you know, she, she right. waits till we're alone. You know, she doesn't try to show me off in front of people and put us in a situation mm-hmm. to where both of our prides are on the line. You know, she respectfully tells me, hey, you know, when we go when we go home or when we get in the car, I got something I need to talk to you about. And I'm like, okay. You know, we get in the car. Right. She's like, hey, baby, you know, I really didn't agree with that. You know, or I didn't like the way you handled that, you know, and, right. you know, you think about it and you're like, you know what, I, I'm so sorry, you know, and she gives me the chance to apologize and she gives me the chance to see what I've done wrong. So I right. think that's one of the better qualities that she has that she has actually taught me because I was one of those people, three strikes and you out, you know, and mm. she, she actually <laughs> she actually taught me you know, that sometimes people just make mistakes, you know, and especially with our having kids and stuff, you know, it's like, you know, you you, you can't just be a three-strike-you-out person because sometimes your kids will test you harder than your relationship. And 
it becomes hard right. on your relationship because you know your your kids know mom's going to protect me if dad punishes me or if mom tells me no dad's going to tell me yeah and as children they use that so i mean if you're in a relationship yep. where you have kids too you have to understand that you know it's not being disrespectful to your kids to hear your mate's side of the story and I know a lot of people sit up there and say, my kids come first, and that's great because your kids are supposed to come first. But you have to understand when you get older and then your kids get older, they're going to start looking for the love that you want. And you have to teach them how to have that love in the beginning. Because if they don't, they're going to do what most of these young kids are doing now, and they're going to hop from relationship to relationship. You know, like right Mm -hmm. now I'm proud of my 15-year-old because – He's into his studies and he's into sports. You know, it. Right. He sees little girls that he like, and he's like, you know, she's cute or whatever. But he's into his studies and he's into his sports, which is more than I was doing at his age. So I commend him for that. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I totally. Uh, you know, I, I feel that, man. But let, let me let, let me ask you this, Roy. Um, if you could describe Jennifer in one word, uh, what would it be, and why? Um well I have put this on my page. She she's my mm. she's my building block. And the mm. reason why I, I, I like that because I like that. The reason why I say that is because yes. as a man we have the tendency to want to create things. And right. a lot of times we don't know what to make or how to make it. And she gives me that focus. She gives me that purpose. You know, she she mm. talks to me, she she molds me in the things that I want to do. Like when I sit down and I tell her, you know, this is what I want to do. This is how I want to run my business or do this. You know, she, she talks me through it. You know, she's like, well, you know, what's the first thing you want to do? Or what's the, you know, what's your goal? Where do you see yourself in the next few years? How do you want to accomplish this? And then the biggest thing she says is how can I help? You know, most people, they, they, they're happy you have a dream, and they hope that you accomplish your dream because they want to look good by your side. You know, to me, right. she helps me accomplish it, not because she wants to look mm-hmm. good by my side, but because she wants to see me succeed. And I'm the same right. way with her. When she decided she wanted to go to nursing school, you know, I, it was all about her getting her education. You know, we, we got to make sure this right. happens for you. You know, and... right. That's that's why I say she's my she's my building block because I could go so I I can go as far as I can go by myself but I believe with her I can go further. Mm, yeah, that's that, that's what's up. That's a that's a uh, a good answer. Now, Jennifer, I'm going to ask you that same question about Roy. What was the question? Oh, I'm sorry. She she walked out for a minute. She just came back. She said, "What is the question?" Okay. Um, what, what am I? Well, if you could, if you, yeah, if you could describe Roy in one word, what would it be and why? Um. You can say stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> she, 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 I, 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 I think she's saying it. She, 
She's saying that you're, that, that you're speechless. You're leaving us speechless. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I guess in one word, yeah, I can mm-hmm. use a lot of words. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I think he's a loyal individual. He's a very, um, he's focused. So uh, there's a lot of words I describe him in. I can't just use one. But out of it all, like, Roy has always been, you know, he's the right side to my left. He's always been the other part of me, the yin to my yang. So he's, mm. like, he's, he helps me complete things. We finish one another. Like, it's a balance. And he's right. always been that portion of my of my equation to make it equal out for me. So it's always been a good thing. Even in the bad times, it's always been good because we've always found a way to balance one another out through anger, love, all of it. We share it. So, you know, he's always been that other part of me. What he he goes for, I like, like, and we have similar, I don't know how to describe it, but (laughs) he's, like with his business and stuff, we have similar interests. So in some cases, I'm able to either link up with it and help it expand mm-hmm. or I see something that's not so good and I can actually take away from it. But we'll, we find right. a way to you know, smooth it out in that way we, we we complete one another. So, yeah. Right. And I've really yeah, that's seen what, that in uh, him. Yeah. Uh, that that's what's up, and 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 the and the last thing uh that I that I ask you guys about because this goes to, you know, the topic the 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 topic of discussion for the for the show, and it was about um, domestic violence, and we talked about um, some of the, you know, con uh, conflict resolution resolution skills. Let me ask you this, because I know you know like being in a relationship that long and and things like that, you can get on each other nerves and. Things, uh, you know, uh, get scale. I mean, stale. Uh, what's some of the things you all do to just individually? I mean, to just you know decompress and you know just relieve some stress on your own time. So you know, then you can come back, you know, to the situation, you know, with with, with a renewed sense of purpose and vigor. What's what's some of the things uh, you all you all do to? Uh, to achieve that, and, and that question is for you, Roy, and then you can you can answer uh, after him, Jennifer. Okay. Well, me myself, um, <laughs> I I love the lake. I love I love water. Mm-hmm. I, I love to be around it. So um, that right. kind of decompresses, and um, also in the sports, I um, do amateur MMA. Um, I did it a uh, little professionally for a few years, and that allowed me to travel. So I do that to right. kind of decompress. I'll go to the gym and just work out till I'm exhausted, or I'll go, if it's a nice right. day, I'll go to the beach and just kind of chill out and relax, you know. And, right, right. Yeah. And that, that, you know, that goes a long way with just keeping uh, an even kill, you know, in, 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 you know, in the household and, and in the relationship. Your turn, Lumos. Uh, so, me myself, when I gotta separate myself from the situation, I have several hobbies. 
And I like mm. to draw. Like, mm. I like to draw. One thing I learned about me that's interesting, or I'll take pictures and stuff. The other thing is um, when I have the opportunity to do construction work, I like to do the demo part. I love the rebuild, but I like to do the demo when I'm aggravated. It's just I find ways to relieve my stress. I tend mm. to, like, if I get irritated enough, say we have something on right. the side of the house that's going out for garbage, I might go break that to get away from whatever it is. And then I go back inside right. and I just, or I'll scare the hell out of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I appreciate you guys taking the time. And you'll be featured as a uh, couple of the month. You know, it, this is something like a, you know, like I said, we just we just started, and it's some, you know, it's something that what that we want to, you know, promote on um, on social media and and use and promote on our uh, our growing platform because it's it, it's you know it's something that's that's needed right now. And as a and as a people, we're not going to um, progress unless we do it together. And I think that. That we have, that's something that we have to understand. That you know, it's it's not about. Hello. 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 Yeah, Mary, I can hear you, Mr. O'Connor. Yep. Okay. I I think we lost him. I don't know. Yeah, I do. I think we lost him. What? Anyway, I'm sure he wanted to just thank you for coming on the show and, you know, promoting black love, sharing your love story with us and, you know, helping anyone who has lost hope to realize that there is hope out there and that it's it's definitely worth doing. So thank you both for being on the show today. You're welcome, and you guys have a good day. You too. Thank you so much.